0: How's it going, Knicks fans? Welcome back to Fireside Knicks with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, I want to discuss Luka Doncic having some pretty awesome comments regarding Jalen Brunson. And I feel like everyone's saying the same thing. Jalen Brunson is a freaking godsend to this Knicks team. And you guys haven't seen me in a while and because we're covering the Yankees a lot, doing a lot of good stuff over Giants, Yankees. But I had to come back over to Fireside Knicks because I had to tell you guys how... Damn impressed I am regarding Jalen Brunson, and for what it's worth, you know I know uh, Julius Randle hasn't been playing the last couple of games with that sprained ankle. The Knicks have been playing tremendous team basketball. They have been moving the ball so well and efficiently. The passing has been on point, and Jalen Brunson, the facilitator, has been getting it freaking done. The guy is crushing this season with a career high twenty-four points per game. i um, shooting almost forty, about forty-nine percent uh, from the field and forty-one point six percent from 3 point range which is a career high by a pretty significant margin so all around Jalen Brunson is killing it 6.2 assists per game he has been tremendous and we love to see it the Knicks finally have their long term solution at the point guard position and Luka Doncic by the way misses the crap out of him and I'm not surprised because Luka Doncic has had Kyrie he had Spencer Dinwiddie and it's just not the same it's not the same Jalen Brunson is a different beast he's a different animal he can Controls the game with his pace. He is so efficient. He doesn't miss many shots. He makes good decisions, and he's very, very good vision. Spencer Dinwiddie is a little bit different. Not the more prolific scorer as Jalen Brunson and Kyrie Irving is is a one-man show. You know, he kind of takes over. He wants to do his thing. He's not the best compliment um, to a guy like Doncic, and defense has sla- is- been lacking over on that Mavericks side of things. So we want to talk about Jalen Bruns, give him his stars, because I think he's well-deserved them, and kind of the impact that he's had on this Knicks team that the Mavs are currently missing, because it's it's kind of interesting to see um, how their falloff has kind of got unraveled here, uh, missing a player of his magnitude. And it's pretty special to see the Knicks have gained that value and they've expanded upon it, which is
1: exactly what we needed, Ryan. But before we dive into the good stuff here, how you do today, my friend? I'm doing great. You know, the New York Knicks, I think this is probably the best team they've had since 2012 in terms of their roster, in terms of performance. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, with Jalen Brunson, the Mavs miss Jalen Brunson, is Kyrie Irving a bad player? Not by any means, but by having to make the Kyrie trade because you missed Jalen Brunson, you traded a lot of your depth and you traded a lot of the guys that helped you defensively. We know that Luka isn't the best defender in the world. We know Kyrie is not a positive defender as well. Um, so having defensive depth around Luka, it's what made that Mavs team so good last year. You had Luka, you had uh, you had Brunson, and they had a lot of defensive depth. You had a lot of guys who were role players who could play, dif- who could uh, you know cover uh, a lot of their weaknesses defensively, um, and it worked for them. Right now, could they have used the star upgrade absolutely um but letting go of Brunson and then trading all of your depth to get Kyrie which signaled that you had made a mistake in the first half by not keeping Kyrie because you needed that secondary score option it doesn't really make much sense to me you know Typically, you see the Knicks on the other side of this. You see the Knicks, they're the ones usually that get screwed over by a player, or they're the ones that are usually the laughing stock of some sort of uh, you know player leaving and going and improving elsewhere. Uh, but this time, it's the complete opposite, right? And, and I think this has kind of marked a change in the front office, a change in the organization, a change in how uh, we I'm going to evaluate and how anyone should evaluate this Knicks team. They've not only identified Jalen Brunson, you know, they identified him in the free agent market. They had their sights on him for a while, Uh, but they trusted him to go out out there and change that Knicks offense. And that's exactly what he's did. Um, You know, Luka's comments obviously speak a lot to just how much he's missed, but hear how Julius Randle talks about Jalen Brunson. Hear how anyone on that team talks about how Jalen Brunson has changed the look of that offense. Julius Randle mentions that, it's he just it's an easier style of basketball. If it, it wasn't too long ago, I mean it was literally last year that Julius Randle was your number one scoring option, your number one playmaker, your number one ball handler. He was all of these things that quite frankly you can't expect one player who's a power forward to do, right? Jalen Brunson is the primary ball handler now. It allows Julius Randle to play off of Jalen Brunson. These two guys, you know, week every other week, you know, when Randall was healthy, of course. Um, you know, one week Randall would go out and he'd be averaging like thirty-five points in that week on insane shooting. And then the other week, it's Jalen Brunson dropping 30, 30, 40, whatever it may be. And I think that game against the Cavs just kind of resembles, you know, the Knicks didn't get Donovan Mitchell. That was a big failure for the Knicks. And, you know, the reported packages would include, like, five first-round picks. Emmanuel quickly is probably sixth man of the year. Quentin Grimes is probably the best shooter in the starting lineup outside of Brunson. And you probably wouldn't have ended up with Brunson. And Brunson out him. He's out him multiple times this year. So, you know, Jalen Brunson just embodies this new era Knicks Uh, you know in this new era team and how this team has just transformed so much from just an unwatchable product or even that playoff team a team that just wasn't a modern basketball team that team was not fit to go out and defeat you know a quality NBA team this Knicks team can beat someone in the East in the postseason not saying they absolutely will but they can they can 100% beat the Cavaliers in a postseason series I wouldn't have said that about that team in 2020 and on top of that it's been a decade since that 2012 team it's been forever so Jalen Brunson, man, changed this franchise. I can't even... That's that's the only way you could put it. He changed the franchise.
0: He did. And we haven't had a point guard for a very long time. The Mavericks ranked 23rd last year in NBA uh, total defensive uh, efficiency and then only Uh, rather, 23rd this year, 7th last year. So you see a big regression. They don't have a ton of new players. I mean, they got Christian Wood now. Obviously, they had Reggie Bullock last year. 3 and D player used to play for the Knicks. They have Theo Pinson on the bench, who was one of our best cheerleaders. Um, Love the guy. But, you know, you look at what the Knicks have done, and— you see that, you know, the Knicks have had their fair share of games where their defense just doesn't look like it's there. But the difference is they have guys like Mitchell Robinson. And the Mavs don't. The Mavs don't have guys who are just, and, and for what it's worth, Mitchell Robinson is not happy about his role all the time because he wants to be more of a scoring presence. And without Julius Randle on the court, he has been, for what it's worth. He's been doing a lot more on the offensive side. Um, Jalen, uh, rather Julius Randle, just really takes up a lot of room. and he And he definitely wants to be that focal point. He kind of plays that, like, Powerful. He can play center, but he's more obviously that. Um, power forward kind of guy, Uh, but he does a lot of rebounding, does a lot of those things. When you have Luka Doncic, who's kind of serving as your primary rebounder, he leads that team in rebounds, um, you're missing a big guy. You're missing a big presence there, and the defense obviously is taking a big step backward, but for the Knicks, you know, Jalen Brunson, not much of a defender. We know this, but he controls the game so well with his pace. You watch him run the floor. You watch his vision. When he makes those passes, when he makes those decisions, they're normally, like 99% of the time, they're the right choices. He's very crafty he's very shifty he's really good at making guys go one way go another way and he he just darts the other direction like he's so smart with the ball in his hands um but you love the role players around him right you look at guys like Quentin Grimes look how he's performing lately he has been excellent his defense against some of those better players he it, look you have to shoot really well to get it over Quentin Grimes he's in your face I mean you just have to be a tremendous player and there's a lot of NBA players that are um but the most impressive This season, by far, my most improved player, I'm imagining you're in the same boat, is easily Emmanuel Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly has been a godsend this season. He easily should be winning, maybe not easily, but he should be in the conversation for sixth man of the year because he is that good this season, and he has taken over. When Jalen Brunson is out, the guy puts up 20, 30, 40 points a game, and you don't find that very often defensively. You know, he may not be the best defender in the world, but Emmanuel quickly has the most effort you'll ever see on that freaking court. He is running up and down for 30 minutes straight and he doesn't stop. He doesn't look like he's even, he needs to catch his breath. He is like up and down, sprinting, full, full course sprints every single time. And, there is value to that. There's value to a player that is not lazy. There's value to a player that puts in that type of effort. We haven't seen someone do that in a very long time. I think Grimes also does that, you know, puts in that effort. And, you know, a lot of cardio goes into the game, but that's part of basketball. It's part of making millions of dollars. You've got to be able to run. And Emmanuel quickly does that at a really nice clip. So I do appreciate his efforts a lot and definitely worthwhile discussing. Um, but you know what? Jalen Brunson, it is just an honor to watch him play in a Knicks uniform because we have missed that point guard presence for a very long time. And the specific quotes uh, from Luka Tancic is that they miss him a lot, quote-unquote, a lot. And ultimately, he said, I mean, amazing guy, amazing player for sure. The chemistry between him and his teammates has not felt the same since Brunson was let go. Um, Or rather, he just kind of was always going to be, you know, joining this Knicks team. The, The connections there were obvious. But, you know, it's really impressive to see that, like, He's getting those types of reviews from Doncic and and just stating that ultimately the chemistry has deteriorated without him. Um, They miss him a lot. They miss his attitude. They miss his style of play. They miss his pace controlling style and strategy, everything about him. So, you know, I'll, I'll let you wrap up with this. When you're talking about Jalen Brunson and that Luka Doncic is verbally stating how much he's missing him, how
1: much that team misses him, how much better does that make you feel as a Knicks fan and know that we got him? It makes me feel incredible because I had said this the second the Knicks signed Jalen Brunson, because there were a lot of people who were calling it an over overpay. And if there's one thing I really enjoy about sports, um, you may think it's it's winning or this and that. I do enjoy winning. It's having receipts. It's being able to go through my bookmarks and looking and seeing you overpay Jalen Brunson, overpaying for mid. Jalen Brunson has been a top 25 player in the NBA this year. Um, you know, I, I nor there's no other way for me to put this without coming off at... Because, quite frankly, I think you said a lot of the things that I would have said about Jalen Brunson, but to put this simply, the New York Knicks signed a guy who was coming off of a season where he had an incredible postseason, was the number two option on a team that went to the Western Conference Finals, then joined a Knicks... And, by the way, is about 20... was 25 when he signed. So, when he signed with the Knicks at 25, still had some room to grow, becomes the number one scoring option, then improves the play of the co-star that had fallen off the year prior. So, he completely turned around Julius Randle's uh, season this year Um, he's added as you mentioned that point guard presence the Knicks haven't had and while some people may argue you know maybe they could have just gone and and elevated Emmanuel quickly then who's the backup point guard no disrespect to Miles McBride but he can't shoot right the Knicks don't have a they don't have that scoring option off the bench Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly as a guard duo to close out games is unbelievable when we enter the postseason which we're clinched it I don't even have to say if what about if this or that the Knicks are in the postseason when they play their first round matchup. In the final five minutes of the fourth quarter, they can roll out a lineup of Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel Quickly, Josh Hart, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson. I'm sorry, that's probably the best closing lineup I've seen the New York Knicks throw out in a very long time. I could argue that's maybe the best closing lineup they've had in my lifetime, but I don't want to disrespect that 2020 that 2012 team that much uh, because that was not a marvelous Knicks team. But, you know, the defense, the offense, the spacing, the shooting, everything you've got, everything the Knicks haven't had in a very long time is there. And Brunson happens to also be like, what, the second oldest guy at the team or third oldest guy behind Randall and Hart at like 26 years old, which is crazy to me. It's a young team. Brunson is, again, just 26 years old. People talk about Michael Bridges, and I'm not sitting here and dissing the Nets. I don't, I'm don't. i not like one of those people who just like wants to rip on the Nets because I'm a Knicks fan. Um, but, and, shout out Fireside Knicks, uh, Nets, though. Uh, but Mikel Bridges, you know, he's the same age as Jalen Brunson. Uh, you know, if Mikel Bridges is still, he's a developing player and he's a young, and he's the, the headliner of a KD trade. Jalen Brunson's accomplished more, I think, at the NBA level this year than Bridges has in any single season. And he's the same age as him. So like, I, I'm viewing this as Brunson's really good right now and I should expect him to be very good for the foreseeable future. Um... End of the day, man, uh, you mentioned this to Emmanuel quickly as well, where he's taken massive leaps. This whole team's taken massive leaps, but I think Brunson was a catalyst for that. It resembled, I think it was a statement signing. I think it was the signing this team needed. I think it gave other guys more defined roles. It provided more structure for this team. There, you had an actual point guard who was your point guard, not your power forward. Now your power forward and Julius Randle can just be the ball-dominant scoring guy who gets 10 boards a game. is a double-double machine. So I'm really impressed by it. But I'm really impressed by the signing. I'm really glad we got Jalen Brunson, and I couldn't be happier to be a New York Knicks fan. Me too. Well, well said. Very well said. But guys, I'd love to hear
0: your perspectives below, as always, on the Fireside Nick's YouTube channel. Appreciate you, as always. Make sure to like and subscribe. We'll catch you guys on the next episode.